Andre, it's great to have you on the Sales Commoners podcast today. Thank you, James. It's a pleasure to be here. Really excited to have you on. Just to give you a bit of background, Andre Sochala is Aircall's Director of Sales and based over in Paris and has joined us here in London today. Andre started his career in finance before launching his own company in training and personal development for young professionals. In search of a new ambitious challenge, he joined Aircall in 2016 as one of the very first employees. Starting in business development, he worked his way up to a sales leader level as he is today. And he has experienced the scale of going from an early stage startup to now a 300 plus internationally expanding company. Aircall is an incredible piece of technology. Aircall is the phone system of choice for modern companies. Scaling businesses across industries choose Aircall for its simple setup, powerful integrations with the likes of Salesforce, HubSpot, Zendesk, Slack, and many others. And with Aircall, sales support teams and even the entire company um, can have a meaningful and efficient phone conversation with prospects and customers. So if you're in sales, so if you're an SDR or an individual contributor, speak to your sales leadership, or if you're a sales leader or sales operations leader, Pick Aircall as it's one of the most valuable tools out there. It brings the phone to your computer and mobile screen with its CRM integrations, power dialer, and click-to-dial real-time coaching capabilities, which I'm seriously keen to learn more about. So, Andre, thank you. Um, it was amazing to see you in action last night at the Sales Confidence uh, event. Um, you blew us away with your uh, inspiration. I'm keen to capture that today. I just guess as a warm-up, you know, what, what are you excited about today? Good point, and I think uh, hearing this introduction and thanks, thanks James for for um, reading all this. I mean, the what's exciting me today today is still my team, the team I'm building. That's still every day very much what I think from a professional level. The the team I'm building, every individual in my team, and how diverse my team is. That's today what I think in my in my in my job today. What excites me the most every day. Love that. I love that. Um, and that's definitely something that came across um, with you yesterday in terms of that passion for the team. And so I'm keen to learn more. What's the first thing you typically wake up and think about? What's the first thing that comes to your mind in the mornings? Good point. Well, at the moment, very, very simply, I'm, I'm one of my big goals of 2020 is to open the Australian market. So when I wake up, it's the, it's the close of the day of the Australian market. So I'm like, hey, have we grown in Australia? Yes or not? That's kind of like one of the first thing I think of. I love that. Uh, and now it's all about, hey, are we going to actually be able to send people over there, grow the, even faster than what we're doing today? It's very, very simple thought. But today, over the last couple of uh, months, when I wake up, where's Australia? <laughs> I like that. I, I, one of the things I've found kind of having an international business is that one nice thing is that there's always someone working. Yeah. However, there's always someone working. Um, so there is always time in the day where you find yourself um, picking up an email. Um, but I think it's amazing kind of that scale that Air Calls now penetrating from an international perspective. You've been there right from the beginning. You know, you were right at the earliest days of Air Call developing their product market fit, going to scale, now going international. What's been your personal motivation and inspiration to kind of pursue this um, pursuit of success and the journey that you've been on? I think at the beginning, it was very much um, the motivation and inspiration coming from uh, one of the founders of the of Aircall, and this is uh, Jonathan, mm -hmm. the COO. And I think he presented me a path, a journey that I believed in. 
I basically was presented with a with a company that I was only a few months old, but something where I could see the ambition, I could see where they were going to want to go to, and I wanted to be part of this adventure. And what I feel is that whenever I've been recruiting after this, mm-hmm. new people joining the team, I've always tried to say, hey, you're joining Airco, but you're joining an adventure. And that's that's the, the spirit that today I still have. I still feel like I'm part of an of the adventure, and I do want my people, the people in my team, to feel like they're joining the adventure. Great. You're a sales leader. Do you recall the very first sales experience that you had? Probably. So you mentioned it in the introduction. It was the when I when I started my company um, a couple of years ago. Uh, very simple, simple process. Nothing in tech. We're just basically. It was kind of like a marketplace between young professionals wanted to be trained for their first interviews, sometimes internships or very, very first imp- um, jobs, basically. Mm. And coaches, which had a bit of experience, but young coaches, because you want to relay, you don't want to be uh, too far. And mm-hmm. just our business was to put the two together. So there was kind of like finding the coaches and finding the young um, employees who needed to uh, be trained. And that was the first kind of like sales experience, but very, very tough one because you kind of like go to universities, schools, it's kind of like going on the ground, knocking at doors, trying to ask to speak in front of the whole class and explain what you're doing and why this is different, why this can be of value. This is, would be, I would say, my first touch in sales. Impressive. And that's, you know, you're right at the coal face, taking responsibility for your own business, motivated to inspire the next generation, you know, so supporting them with their mentorship and coaching. Um, and I can see how that has been applied to how you've built the sales organization, which we're going to learn more out about as we go through this experience. Um, you've accelerated your career very fast. You know, you've up leveled very quickly, multiple times per year to get to this level that you're at now. What do you think that has made you successful at each stage of your career to get where you are today? It's, yeah, it's a... I do think that for me, hard work is one that you cannot go without. Um, that's I've always believed in it. I, I don't. I'll, I'll never say it's enough. I'll never say this. But I've always been the kind of uh, person who, when he is, when he has a challenge, when he is in an organization, I'm gonna be like, yeah, going the extra mile every time. Every time. If I need to stay uh, and finish some stuff that. Nobody even asked me to finish for the day. I'll do it because I feel like this will add value. I feel like this will create more responsibilities in the future. So it's true. Hard work uh, has always been a value in which I've always believed very much. Amazing. Help us understand a little bit about the company that you represent. I mean, for those listeners that are unaware, what, what does Aircall do? What does it do? Yep. Aircall, quite simply, it's a phone system. Okay. But very more more importantly, it's a phone system which seamlessly integrates with all of the softwares that you use in your company. So mainly the CRNs and the help desk, of course, when we think of sales and support teams. And that's that's the beauty of having now not only a phone that allows you to be heard and speak. No, now you have a phone that actually brings value to each call. It will show information when you'll take the call. It will log information automatically for you in your CRM. Mm-hmm. This way, you're saving so much time. It's actually making the whole phone system a way smarter experience for the reps and the uh, people in the company. Well, unusually, I don't usually do this, but 
we started using it, okay? Yep. And um, it had a major impact on our sales team. We've got a mixture of kind of younger SDRs, uh, more experienced AEs, and yep. then a sales leader building out that function. And one of the kind of key areas of um, value was the speed. Um, we're very big on the phone at Sales Confidence, yeah. right? We drive business via the phone. Um, we expect anyone that we engage, we hire, you're going to have a lot of phone conversations. And so for us to be able to access the technology on the go and capture the insights in those conversations um, has been super valuable. So, uh, you know, we're grateful. Um, what, what are the fundamentals, though, of that, that DNA, the essence of kind of air cool that makes it a special place to work? Two things. I would, I would say for the very start, the ambition value has been one that has driven a lot of people at Aircall, including myself. So Aircall today recruits people who are very ambitious yeah. and that, like, that really drives the company. You can really see it today. You, yeah, there's many startups today in the ecosystem, uh, whether it be in London, Paris, Berlin. Um, today, people who come at Aircall, they want the company to grow hyper growth. They've, the company has only, has only known hypergrowth so far, and they want to grow, continue growing hypergrowth. So that helps. The other aspect, which is key, and I, for me, that's maybe one of the most important ones when I think of Aircall, is how international Aircall has been mm. from day one. Okay? The, the, the beauty is that from our headquarters, we managed to bring so many nationalities. And today, I, I love to say that my team has probably... 12 nationalities just in my team. Wow. That's, that's, that's crazy when you think about it. And that was also a key thing when we were asking today our employees, what, what do they feel? What do you feel is the DNA? International company came as one of the very, very first one. Because then it's all about those languages that you hear all over the, all over the office space. And that's, that's, that's I think, is, is really beautiful in the company. And I guess you hear more international um, language and conversation because everyone at Aircall is always on the phone. Agreed. Agreed. So, so you, you, I can imagine that makes for kind of an interesting dynamic um, and a good kind of um, transfer of experiences and learning. Fantastic. Um, you know, we at Sales Confidence, we're really keen to understand the Aircall Sales Organization, the evolution that you've been and I know that you've driven in that organization. You've been at Aircall since the beginning. Um, how would you articulate that evolution within the sales organization at Aircall? I think we started when I when I joined. I was doing kind of like a bit of everything, like everybody was doing. You're doing sales, you're doing support, you're doing success, you're doing marketing, you're doing everything you can. And what we saw is that probably until we reached yeah a good maybe 20, 30 employees, we were still doing a bit of everything. Then we started really organizing ourselves with. SDRs and AEs to start with. That was kind of like outbound SDRs and AEs to start with mm -hmm. on the selling side, success team, individual also, and one person in marketing. What's how it grew is that we've always been quite lucky at Aircall in the sense that we've always had a lot of inbound coming in, a lot of inbound uh, leads signing up on our, on our website for us to start a free trial, and then those were immediately being taken care of by the AEs. So our outbound SDRs were really trying to hunt new, new companies who had never heard of Aircall. So we kind of like grew like this 
for a good couple of years until we realized, hey, we have actually so much inbound that we have to create a third team here in the sales organization. Mm -hmm. So we created the inbound SDR team. And this has had a major impact today in the way we actually, how fast we actually react to all of our new trials, uh, ask starting today, everyday trials with Aircall, and how qualified we're actually giving um, opportunities to the account executives. Yeah. So that, that was that was the kind of like move that we did when we more or less were 150, 200 employees. And today we're seeing the results of the inbound SDR team and how strategic this inbound SDR team has become. And I think it's a, it's a beautiful evolution for the, for the team, yeah. Amazing, was there a, an inspiration for that? The, the... Honestly, it somehow started kind of making sense. Okay. Um, we, we first, it was funny, we started with I can remember even like a first intern who we recruited and we never, never had interns usually in the sales team. And we gave him a, a, a position which was sales assistant. We didn't really know what it, what yeah. it meant. It was like kind of like, hey, there's probably a lot of help here to, to provide to the team. And we realized that this intern actually by again, I think that's, a, that's something very strong at Aircall, by taking a lot of responsibility, find this spot, created somehow this spot. And we all encouraged him to do it, which is, be reactive with our inbound trials. Really give them the fastest, mm, fastest way to get outreach to them and speak to them, and then introduce them to an account executive if they want to and if they need to. So, so from there, maybe two years ago, then we started seeing like, uh, hey, we could actually make a team out of this. Amazing. I think. I mean, you're passionate. You had a business that was focused on helping people get careers. So I love the fact that you mentioned internships. I think actually this is a missed opportunity for sales leaders and sales organisations, and particularly in the UK because there are individuals that have the potential, probably a lot of energy to prove themselves and demonstrate ambition, and maybe they're being overlooked right now. So. Um, uh, we didn't plan for this, but I would be interested to hear your view. Is there, a, is there a particular way that you hire interns and what you look for in those individuals that join the sales organization specifically? Yeah, good point. I feel like today, um, I'm, I'm definitely not the type of salesperson who wants robots. I want people who think. Yes. Because today I feel like the way sales is evolving, and I mean, we're in B2B, we're selling to companies, and we want our salespeople to understand how those companies that we're selling to are structured. And that's not easy when you think about it. From one industry to another, from one company to another, there's so many different structures. Sometimes you're used to your structure and your company. Yeah, we've got a team of SDR, a team of AEs, a team of success. Yeah, but now this company that you're try trying to sell to, they're not a tech company, they're not a SaaS company, they don't have SDRs, they don't have AEs. How do you understand? How do you actually really understand how the company is working? And you, you won't be able to actually sell efficiently if you haven't done this. So today when I'm recruiting or when I'm interviewing any, any new sales rep who joined the team, I'm actually making sure will he be able to, or will she be able to dig into this for any of our prospects and really understand what they're about and what they, how they're structured? I love that. Um, looking back at this experience of scaling the sales team, is there any kind of, you know, maybe difficulties, challenges, failures that you're comfortable sharing versus the success? You know, maybe some anecdotes that we could learn from if you're comfortable? Yeah, definitely. There's, I think there's one that I shared yesterday during, during the talk. Um, 
regarding the whole training and when we actually decided to to make training uh, a, a, a true thing for for Aircall and when we created the Aircall Academy and we invested in the training of our sales reps an anecdote would be that before this we weren't investing too much in training we were kind of like a, a hyper growth startup which was like welcoming people and giving them a phone well basically an air call uh, app and starting making phone call on the following day and this is more or less what happened to me uh, when i joined air call and so an anecdote would be that uh after a week yeah i still remember this this call inbound call so pretty pretty warm lead big big lead lots of lots of employees lots of users i took this call and it lasted for maybe 20 minutes. It went into so many nitty gritty details of what telephony can bring you into. And I was completely nowhere. Like I was, I could feel myself, I could feel it in my body that I was mm. just like not understanding what he wants, what he was wanting. I was just repeating stuff about air call. And this was just leading me to an impasse. And this, I felt like I had to, so I, I, I took the call recording and I, I sent it to, uh, at the time, so my, my, my boss, which was the, um, the CEO and co-founder, and asked him, hey, can you listen to it and, and tell me what you think? It was, for me personally, it was a, it was a tough, tough moment because, yeah, it was, it was a really, really bad call, but I still remember this call whenever I handle whenever now we welcome new sales reps and we have welcomed them with the academy i always love telling them this story because today that's what we're actually able to offer them and some people might have not uh, kind of recover from the tough tough feedback that you can get after such a call but at least now we're actually uh, investing with the training that's i a, really like that and i like the fact also that you still are very close to you know the sales process there's a lot of enthusiasm you know i guess as a, a as a leader that's coming up through the ranks um, and this being a major scale-up experience you're still very close to the coal face you know and i think that provides a lot of relatability i guess you know, are there some processes and tools that are in place in your organization that, that kind of boost productivity? Um, things that the sales team, you recommend to implement to be successful? Um, I'm guessing air calls included in that. Of course, but even before dropping names, yeah. uh, one, thing, one thing that I um, invested myself a lot um, in the first years of air call was the sales ops we didn't have a sales ops team like like any yeah. like any startups that grows and so i um put a lot of time and effort in understanding our crm um and making it clear and from this end i feel like even without talking about tools already thinking of your crm and making it seamless so yeah. that the experience avoiding having your reps entering data two times for the same stuff making sure that the information flows from one team to another understanding what info gets taken from your backhand or what not what mm. is not yet taken i feel like already this was a major exercise to do to make the whole team work better and today is true i mean what you're saying i still try and stay very close to how the team is today working because i remember it was me just a couple of uh, years ago on the same CRM and I remember the pain sometimes of having this that didn't make sense and feeling like why am I doing this why am I being asked to do this mm -hmm. um, so always keeping an eye of the CRM and how this is integrated with the other tools okay of course air call as the phone system um, but that's that's a major one I love that um, what's amazing right now you mentioned already about um, scaling internationally yeah and 
I guess that's quite difficult because you know you've got distributed sales teams, you've got different languages, you've got different territories, different markets. How do you ensure that there's kind of some cohesiveness and collabor- collaboration between those international teams? Well, for a start, English is the language at Aircall. So basically, you can be, we can recruit a German person, a, a Nordic person, uh, an Australian person, mm-hmm. like in any case, a Spanish person, everybody will speak English. And we make sure that basically even for our recruitments from the technical team, product team, we make sure they all speak perfect English to be understood and to be able to share whatever experience they have with the, with the other employees. So this is already always has been something that we've made sure within our company that everybody can speak great English. Okay, then from um, international expansion, what's always been tough is that we wanted to keep a strong headquarter. We wanted the information to be very quickly accessible and we wanted nevertheless to be very local. So we decided a couple of um, months ago, years ago, to have as many natives come to the headquarter um, for air call and sell from there. They were, this way they'll have much better, ac- much better access to the information, but manage our international expansion from one headquarter. As much as possible, if they want to travel, they can travel. Whenever they need to take a Eurostar, a, um, a flight to wherever, they can. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's been, I would say today, a kind of a successful uh, journey so far, where we've seen that, yeah, we've grown like today the German market, the UK market, the French market, the Spanish market, as fast without having basically an office headquarter in each country. I love that. Um, it's been really interesting to hear about the sales organization, the sales experience. I'm just keen as we kind of come to um, the close of this conversation, learn a bit, a bit more about you, Andre, in terms of where you get your confidence from, you know, to get up on stage, to um, build a international business expansion. Where does the confidence come from in you? I, I've always been a strong believer that for me, confidence comes from recognition. Um, from little pieces of recognition that you've actually got all over your life, basically. In your professional life, of course, from exchanges with your manager, of course, but with other colleagues sometimes. The little marks of recognition. And for me, that's in the professional world, that's something that today a lot of companies are missing sometimes. Lack of time. I'm not saying that people don't are not recognizing the work of other people, but sometimes they're not actually expressing recognition to their, to, to their peers. Yeah. And this for me has always been a major thing. Like I've always kind of like, every, every mark of recognition I heard from every time I was helping somebody on a, any project, that's always has boosted me in terms of confidence to say, hey, well, that, that, was, that seems like it really made a difference here. That's, that's, that brings me confidence. So I'm, I'm a strong believer today in like, of course, in the outside of professional world, recognition is also super important. You've got um, your family, you've got your friends, you've got your girlfriend, and uh, this also is super important. But in the professional world, I feel like sometimes people are forgetting about showing their recognition, expressing their recognition to their employees, and that's major because this is actually what fuels confidence. That's great, and thank you for sharing that. Um, on this journey, and I imagine this might be more applicable to your experience as a founder, but has there been some difficulties, you know, just some hardships that you've had to, to kind of overcome that surprised you or, you know, you're glad that you had that experience because actually it shaped you as a leader today? Um, the...
the main thing maybe I would um, think of would be when it's true when you when you move from a individual contributor position to to a leader position and and i think I, I heard a great talk that was which was actually given on on sales confidence about this it's true you don't want to be you don't want to be moving for the wrong reasons mm. you want and you don't want to be moving to a management position because you want to manage you first want to actually grow as a, as a as a leader in your team and be recognized as a leader as your team so that so that it kind of like makes sense that you actually um yeah are going to be offered this position to start taking management and for me there was that was one that it was it was very important to be patient mm -hmm. and it was super important to kind of like see this happening take the time and and actually ask feedback around me uh, whether it be to my of course people in the company outside of the company other other people working in other companies and that that thing was a was a major learning that's excellent thank you for sharing so one of the things we care about when we think about performance at sales confidence is how you can do it in a sustainable way and being mindful of your own uh, mental and personal well-being yeah. um, are there activities processes or things you do in your day-to-day -day life that just kind of keep you well motivated and you know driven to success but in a sustainable way yeah i'm i'm fully behind uh, this way of uh, thinking for me sports is a is a key yeah. driver i'm i'm somebody that needs to move i'm somebody who needs to to go on a, on a football pitch and uh, and hitting a ball mm -hmm. uh, basically so and i think at air call everybody knows i'm i'm like this i've so from more or less the very beginning of air call i um managed the air call football team and made sure that any other people in the company who also wanted to um, just express and feel the energy mm -hmm. outside of work and on the football pitch could because I know that sports is often something that can bring yeah. this uh, this feeling to to people. So today there's a lot of there's a lot of football happening on the on the air call team and that's I think uh, that's a great thing in terms of uh, team building and uh, and for the well being of uh, each person. I like that. It must be interesting with all the international uh, teams uh, at some great <laughs> levels, especially with the South American ones. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so we're we're coming to the end. It's been wonderful to have you on on the show we're, we're absolutely um uh, incredibly excited about the international expansion for air call and the collaboration with sales confidence and and what we're going to do together is there just a, a kind of a final um uh, point or something that you would like to share as a takeaway with the audience before we wrap this up we maybe touched it a little bit uh, during during this talk but if you're in sales today if you're if you're an sdr or an a I, I strongly believe that you're in the right place today. For me, and let me explain and elaborate a little bit on this. For me, if you're in sales and you're doing it the right way, you're actually talking to so many companies and you're actually trying to understand how, many, how so many companies are, are working. You're basically, if you're doing sales in a consultative approach, mm -hmm. which is, of course, what I'm very much uh, for, you're actually doing the work more or less of a consultant of what bankers sometimes investment bankers do when they're investing in a in another company they're trying to understand how this company is working how this company is built and as a salesperson of course you're trying to sell at the end your product but before doing this you need to do this um, exercise of understanding how a company actually functions mm -hmm. and for me this is like intellectually this is like super super um 
challenging and and this is way this is why for me the way sales today is evolving makes me think that yeah if you're in sales today you're in the you're in the right spots that's a fantastic way to end i think we both share the passion to elevate the sales profession um and it's been wonderful to have you on the show today really excited about working together and doing more andre it's a pleasure thank you thank you james thank you